0: That's Blue Nile.com And we coming from our basement to your headphones. Barely even know who we are, changing the unknown in a wild time the chart.
1: Thank you for downloading the Podcast Theanos. Now here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne welcome in everybody this is another episode of the Podcast podcastianos i'm jordan hall and with me as always this show's lone representative at the all-star game eric wayne eric when is your flight to san diego
0: oh you know i'm just gonna you know show up there crush it and uh, thanks for all the votes everybody or you just need really one hacker who knows what they're doing with the internet to get an all-star spot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was it was hashtag vote vote Eric. Was that your hashtag?
0: Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> I didn't have a National League comrade like they do now.
1: Yeah, well, I actually. What was the what was with that? Because uh, we were obviously paired with with Mar- Starling Marte, who yeah. I don't did he win? I didn't see.
0: No, he did not. But then somebody was hurt. So he ended up going anyway.
1: He's had a wild year. I don't know how he didn't just make it in on the, the first ballot, but.
0: People weren't digging the Marte parte, yeah,
1: Evidently, I, That's that's one of my, my favorite things in all of baseball right now is, is the Marte <laughs> parte. Are you an all star game guy?
0: No, no. I, I mean, I'll watch it if I'm not doing anything else. But no, I'm not much of an all star game guy. And I'm certainly not an all star voting guy. Yeah, I've kind of earned I've kind of got a little reputation for myself for being the anti vote for the all star game guy. Ugh, it's so bad. All
1: absolutely. And the fact that it like, you know, in air quotes matters for something like why do we the, the people get to vote for something that actually has importance to Major League Baseball? It drives me nuts. Yeah.
0: And even if it was a, like a more fair vote. Or, you know, one person, one vote, one fan, one vote, paper ballot. You know, mm-hmm. something like that would be better. But though this Internet vote however many times you have email addresses for and then vote some more and we're going to hook your name up to some mailing. The whole thing is garbage. It's straight trash.
1: Yeah, it's essentially it, just uh, data mining for for Major League Baseball to get all of yes. our email
0: addresses. Yes, <laughs> it is horrible.
1: Um, how many times did you hashtag vote Kinsler?
0: None, none, never vote, never vote for the all-star game. Let me make this as clear as I possibly can. Don't vote for the all-star game ever.
1: That's, that's pretty clear. I actually didn't hashtag vote Kinsler either. It's kind of one of those deals. Like I want his performance to be rewarded. Like he's been really good, but I'd rather see, what is he? 33, 34. I'd rather see 34 year old Ian Kinsler just chill for four days than to go out to San Diego, play maybe an inning. Like, I mean, for him, I'm sure it's cool. But for the rest of our season, it's it's much less cool.
0: What what's in it for him? The ego stroke of it? I, I mean,
1: I would assume d- there's probably money involved. But yeah, mostly mostly
0: ego. It's so stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I the All Star Game's dumb now. I used to like it, but now I don't. Are you are you a Derby guy? Nah, I mean, like I said, if I'm not doing anything better, if I'm folding laundry or something, <laughs> I'll have it on. It's for some, something to watch, but no, not really.
1: All right. Fair enough. Um, brings us this week's leadoff question. What is your favorite All-Star Game slash Home Run Derby memory or moments? Which I'm sure you just have a ton based, <laughs> based on your love for, for these, these events.
0: Well, Home Run Derby, I'd have to say when it was at Comerica and Pudge, you know, cranked off a series of bombs. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. That was a good moment. That was good times. I felt proud pride it was a surge of of pride but it it was kind of just like a first round thing and then he kind of faded i think
1: yeah and it was kind of during the time period where we weren't very good so it was like yeah the one you know baseball is back in detroit if for just one round in a exhibition
0: was that the oh five all-star game
1: could be could be like yeah yeah
0: i have a patch on my wall that i'm turning around to look at it right now all-star game oh five yep
1: nice that's that's on the spot info
0: yeah I'll, I'll tweet a picture of it. It's pretty cool. <laughs>
1: um, this one was easy for me. And that, of course, was the 2009 Home Run Derby. You may or may not remember this one. Um, but I was never a Brandon Inge fan. I never thought that <laughs> he was actually good. And certainly not enough to, like, warrant his popularity in Detroit. It's kind of like with with DK, like, we're collectively aware of his strengths and his weaknesses, what he can and what he can't do. Like, it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a hipster love for d k you know what I mean, like oh yeah, we know, but I feel like people, especially the people I knew, legitimately thought that Brandon Inge was a very good player, so when he went up there in the derby and laid a flat out goose egg, I found that extremely funny.
0: it was funny, it was funny it I don't know how else you can describe it like he he was not just goofing around, I no. mean, he was efforting, he was efforting mm-hmm. it was funny.
1: Maybe if he had a few more forearm tattoos, um he would have <laughs> he would have hit a few. I mean oh, just man. just spitballing ideas.
0: Now, be nice to him. Those are his son's names. That's touching in a kind of Is weird
1: inked out way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I Come guess on now.
1: I guess I'm not going to judge his relationship with his children. It's I don't know. It's it's odd. It's odd. Yes, you <laughs> well,
0: how about actual game? Do you have any actual game memories?
1: Um, I I like the Tory Hunter, Robin Barry Bonds. I I feel like that's kind of okay. iconic. Um, it was fun, but for the most part, I, I kind of have never been into the All Star
0: game. Refresh my memory, but wasn't it uh, Cal Ripken Jr. Um, got a game winning RBI in an All Star game? Yeah, that, right? that
1: was the. I think it was his last one, and A Rod yeah. had him come out and start at shortstop, even though he'd been voted in at third.
0: Yeah, oh, that's that's pretty stinking touching. That's nice. Yeah. That's that's warm fuzzies.
1: Things stayed stayed PR, uh, you know, tip top for a Rod right after that.
0: <laughs> it was like, just the start of his ascent to grandeur. <laughs> yes, of course. Um,
1: how, how about you? Any any games specifically that stick out?
0: Yeah, just the just the um, Rippian Junior one, yeah, I just... think. Oh, and the one that Bud Seale like, screwed oh, up. Oh, yes.
1: Yes, definitely. That was a mess. Remember Freddie Garcia why we was an all star to... that year. Wow.
0: That's why we have this stupid counts for something rule. It's because he was covering up for his own screw up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So crappy. I still don't think that the NBA, that, that Major League Baseball is rigged though, quite like the NBA
0: is. Oh, the NBA is totally fixed. It's like, it's like WWE. Everybody knows (laughs)
1: that. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can at podcastianos.com or on the Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall 23. Eric is at Comeric Eric. And the show is at podcastianos. And we would love it if you would take the time to subscribe or subscribe, whichever you prefer, um, mm-hmm. to us on iTunes, rate and review us. You can also do so on SoundCloud. Uh, I recently had a listener get in touch and says he, say he listens to us on SoundCloud. So, you know, uh, fist bump to the, to the heart and, you know, to you who listens to us on, on SoundCloud. And also, we would love it if you would tell one other person that you enjoy the show and you think that they might too. Start a revolution. It's- That's how it starts. One person telling another.
0: It's only half as good as telling two people, though. Come on.
1: That's true. We need to set higher
0: expectations, maybe.
1: I don't want to overexert our listeners. <laughs> I feel like listening to, a, to us yap for an hour yeah. is enough, enough of a, a drag on anyone.
0: That's a time. good point. We, we should lower standards. You're, you're right. Yeah.
1: I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're
0: listening to the podcast, Janos.
1: So let's get into some Tiger Talk now. Um, we came into this week on a bit of a high, took two from Miami at home, Started the road trip with a four-game sweep in Tampa. Um, But, Eric, I don't know if you remember, after that, we hit a bit of a stumbling block.
0: Uh, The block known as the Cleveland Indians.
1: Yeah. Um, What was going through your mind when we dropped those first two at Progressive Field, making it 11 in a row?
0: I mean, it wasn't even that we lost. It was kind of the manner in which we did so. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember the exact scores. I think I have them up here, but we kind of got thumped.
1: Yeah, the you know, the first game was the Norris game where he left early, and then the second game yeah. was when Annieball started, Ugh, and that man. went south very quickly. Yeah.
0: So, you know, the Indians are just, to me, a, super, a far superior team right now. Mm-hmm. And obviously because they beat up on us, uh, what is it now, 12 for 13 or 11 for 12 or 11,
1: something? I think they beat us 11 or 12, yep.
0: Eleven for twelve. Yeah. They're just a superior team. Their starting pitching is far superior, especially with our guys hurt. Mm-hmm. And they have enough offense to make it happen. And there's a reason that why they're in first place.
1: Yeah, they're they're a very good team. I feel like um I feel like the narrative's been that they're kind of uh an upstart team, you know, a team that's kind of jumped out to an early lead without having what it takes to to sustain that. But they absolutely do. Like they're they have as much talent as any team in the American League. But, you know, we've talked about this on the last show. It wasn't last week. It was the week before. We can win a World Series without ever catching the Cleveland Indians. So let's, let's that's not true. get carried away.
0: That's
1: um, true. I want to start with, with Um How does he get starts at this point? Like, I, I know um, to, for him to go out on the mound to start a game, there has to be multiple people on, you know, on the Tiger staff that thinks that's a good idea. And that, to me, is a little befuddling.
0: It's a it's a horrible idea, right? Yes. Um, so, what are the alternatives? What else could could they have done that would have, that was immediately? And I'm not defending it. I think anybody would have been a a better play. Um, but what? but just the, the, on the surface level of the thought process who else do you start
1: i don't know where he was in the rotation but obviously boyd was an option we called up molekin the day after norris got hurt he would have been an option
0: Molliken was an option boyd started yesterday
1: right no like i, I was talking about at the time of the oh the, at, of the, Cleveland oh, the series. indian series yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, like lit, even even a bullpen game give start shane green yep. for for two innings And then, you know, I feel like we we talk about bull, not we, but the the audience talks about bullpen games more than they ever actually happen in real life. Right. But as opposed to starting Anibal, I mean, or or even start Anibal and have him go a reliever's amount of innings. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah. Or pencil him for two or three in the like fourth, fifth, sixth inning, somewhere in there and start a guy like Mulliken or whatever. I don't know. Hannibal, the, his stuff is just not there. He's struggling to uh, – there, there's no quality stuff there. He's struggling to get it in the zone. It's in the zone. it gets killed. I don't know. It's too soft.
1: Yeah, and, and he has to be the long guy. Like there, there's – people have saying, you know, DFA him. You can't eat that much no, money. That is no, an no, no. insurmountable amount of money. Um, I feel like in, in the first game, Norris left after, what, two and a third, something like that? Yeah. And then the second game we started Annaball, and Nick was out with the flu. Um, I kind of feel like in that regard, we almost fell more on bad luck in the Indian C- series as opposed to being outmanned this time. Like okay. the other, you know, nine games that we played, they've just been flat out better team than us. But I mean, you can't count on Norris leaving to start early. Um, well, I guess maybe you can, um, he does that semi regularly. Um, and then yeah. obviously we had no chance with Annabal. Um, I feel like we're a little bit closer to Cleveland this this time. And obviously we we won a game. Um so the if, gap
0: is narrowed, you're suggesting. Yeah,
1: it's a little bit. Um and but before we leave this series, Michael Fulmer, big game stud. It was always gonna be oh. him that broke it, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. He's so good. He really is so good. Now it's funny because the Tigers are just trying to like find the right times to to use that bullet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even a matter of um if he's going to do well, it's like, how do we put him to maximize his his effectiveness or maximize his effect on the season almost?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll get into this a little bit later in my hopes for the second half of the season. But we have to keep running him out there. Like if, if we try and save him for the big games in September, we're going to be out of it by the time <laughs> we're not going to have any.
0: Yeah, right. We're um, not going to have any big games in yeah. September. We if need,
1: we we need him, him winning virtually every yeah. fifth game to be able to have that matter.
0: Um, and, and now's now's the time to do it. Here, July, and then you see the trade deadline. If we buy a couple guys, then you'll know. If we're out of it, you can rest them in September. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but you can't do it, you can't do it the other way. You can't. There's it makes no sense to rest them now and then have nothing to pitch for, and then still pitch them into September. That's making sense.
1: Yeah, and that's a good point about what we do at the trade deadline, making a bearing on how we use him down the stretch. You could even um, put uh, Boyd into the rotation down the stretch and go kind of with a, a hybrid six-man where you're occasionally skipping Fulmer to get Boyd an extra start um, yeah. if, if we're yeah, still in it. Like so. um, let's move on to the Toronto series. Do you have anything else on, on Cleveland?
0: No, I'm sick of Cleveland. I'm sick of the stupid Indians.
1: I, I asked Twitter for um, their hopes for the second half of the year. <laughs> Several of them have to do with the Indians, so we'll, we'll get there. So after we escaped the bloodbath in Cleveland, we headed north of the border uh, to play the Blue Jays. Four games with them, I came away with the feeling that they're a pretty decent baseball team.
0: Wow. Firepower up and down the lineup, right? Yeah. Even Darwin Barney is hitting the ball, and that's frightening.
1: It is extremely frightening. Um Michael Saunders, I don't know exactly where he came from, but that dude can play. And Freaky yeah. Freaky Zeke destroyed us.
0: Freaky Zeke? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what that's what his friends call him. I'm I'm pretty sure of it.
0: I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um this is the same Ezekiel Cabrera that Carrera that played for us, correct?
1: That's what they. That's what they tell us. I'm not seeing it with my eyes. But
0: I mean, how many Ezekiel Carreras can there be?
1: He he had a heck of a series, and Ugh. maybe it's just us. Maybe we just turn guys into into bums.
0: How about his throw to get Victor? Well, I know Victor I could, is I could a have sloth. Throw. You could not have. Hauled. I w-
1: I wouldn't have gotten there to catch the fly ball, but if I was there, I'd have host him <laughs> for sure.
0: It was kind of this lofted thing. It had a lot of hang time, mm-hmm. but it was right on the money.
1: Yeah, which is definitely more important. Um, did you come away from Saturday impressed by Matt Boyd?
0: Just, um, I was impressed enough. Okay, I mean, I think he's he's serviceable. He's had his up and downs, hasn't
1: he? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I feel. I mean, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I feel like the narrative around him after the game was like, where has he been all this time? Like, I, I love Boyd. He's a battler. He's a grinder. He's left handed like me. But I don't know that the stuff is there, at least right now. Like he made a couple really good key pitches, which is what pitching's all about, to be fair, to limit the damage. But I feel like he had kind of that wheels could fall off at any moment mm. type of feel pretty much the whole day.
0: Do you have his line? What was his line?
1: Um I don't. It was I have 5 5. No, just regular 5. Just 5 innings. Um yeah. maybe four hits, two walks, one earned, one or two earned. Which I mean that's it's not bad by any stretch. That's good. It didn't it didn't feel like the stuff matched the results, I guess. I, and I feel like that's been the case with him pretty much all year at the big league level. I haven't obviously watched him too awfully much down at down at Toledo. Right. But
0: um, can we say he's a vast improvement over Sanchez?
1: It absolutely we absolutely can. He started today, which is Sunday, and things predictably did not go quite as well for him as they did for for Matt Boyd. Correct. In my yeah. in my notes, I have. But for real, how is he starting?
0: Uh, no idea. No idea. No idea. He should not start. And you know, maybe he'll get it back. Maybe he'll rediscover something. But it's not now, and it's not particularly soon. So no, no more starts. No. No,
1: absolutely not. Um, and
0: no high leverage situations either. No.
1: I feel like this lends itself towards our first topic of at the break, where where are we at? The first person I wanted to talk about, um, we're at the all-star break. This is a good time for reflection. Where are <laughs> we at on manager Brad Osmus? I don't know if you're aware, but he went to, to Dartmouth.
0: He's a smart boy. Smart boy. If he was so smart, why did he take this job? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Osmus is Osmus is boring. Mm-hmm. All right. Osmus is by the book. Osmus is no flash. So if you like a manager who's going to um sit down, do the conventional moves. Try to keep things under wraps. Ausmus is your guy. If you're looking for a guy to take some chances, be creative, Ausmus is not your guy, and you're going to get frustrated. You can't pin every little defect or bad play all the time on Ausmus.
1: Well, clearly you can because the internet does. Uh, They do, too absolutely. Um, when they,
0: every time a base runner gets thrown out, it's like spring training emphasis on base running. Huh? Awesome. That, like,
1: that was the worst thing he ever could have said. All he was doing was setting himself <laughs> up to, to be mocked. Um, but when they took out Boyd after the fifth inning, they brought in Alex Wilson, who went down, who set him down one, two, three after that. I'm thinking to myself, that is a great move by Osmus That nobody's going to say anything about, but had he left Boyd, you know, in there and he would have gotten rocked, he would have been absolutely, Absolutely destroyed. Like, there's, it's just such a double standard. But I'm kind of to the point where, like, like I I feel like we spent the majority of the of the first half of the season defending him. I'm kind of done with the whole defending him thing.
0: Yeah. But who is the better option? If if you get rid of him, it's going to be Gene.
1: Yeah, and and that's I'm sorry, but that is that is a worse option. Like to get to to get rid of him there has to be somebody out there that you can bring in and say you know what he's going to do better and i know that all of the people on the internet say you know you could bring in this guy you could bring in this guy you could bring in this guy and they're going to th- you know you could bring in anybody and they'll do better than osmus and that's just not true like it's it's just lazy and yep. i'm 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 whatever i'm i'm done on on osmus like he's he's fine yeah. um but it's ridiculous
0: I was super torqued when he did not bring K-Rod in for a four-out save. What was it, two games ago? Yeah. Ugh.
1: I, I, I could take your leave, that. Um, I, I may maybe a little bit torched. more more um, cautious with, with guys like K-Rod. I really don't want him sitting through a whole inning. And, well,
0: bring them in to get one freaking out, and then bring somebody else in with the yeah. cleaning. The bases were loaded; you needed that out.
1: Yeah, that's that's very true. That that certainly could have been could have been the case.
0: <sighs> I mean, it's one four out save. You can do it, and you needed that out, and you mm-hmm. did not get it. Um,
1: let's move on to the rotation. Um, I have written down buy, sell, or hold. Um, what do you mm. think?
0: I don't know, Hall. It's right well, it's we still have another twenty days. Yeah, right? and I'm sure so,
1: we'll probably talk about this again.
0: And it will it'll will become abundantly more clear. clear. But right now I would do because we're what? What was it? One and a half games out of the wild card or we are we're four just four
1: games out of the wild card right now.
0: Four games out of the wild card yeah, just we are yet?
1: Because we are battling with the Blue Jays for it. Ugh.
0: I I would do right now, if it's close, if we're in the same range we are now, I would do a soft buy. Okay. By a soft buy, I mean you try to get a mediocre starting pitcher to fill in some gaps and be able to move your pieces around without giving up any – high value prospects. And then you just roll with the guys that you have. You don't sell off a lot of pieces because we don't have a ton of guys who are going to yield you a ton anyway. And you want to be competitive next year. So you don't sell off all your pieces. You do a soft buy. That's where my head's at. How about you?
1: Um, Well, here's our coming schedule. You you said that we're going to know a lot more in 20 days. We have three against Kansas city. Uh, Those are going to be very difficult. We have three against Minnesota less difficult Four against uh, the White Sox who we've played well against three against Boston. Who's going to be difficult Uh, Houston and then more with the White Sox and then the Mets. I think there's a pretty decent chance that we play 500 baseball over the next three weeks and have no idea what's going to happen. I'm in the position where we either need to buy big or sell big. I don't, I don't want to sell big, um, but I, as far as you know, people have been throwing around Rich Hill, people have been throwing around Drew Pomerans, which are both both decent options. Um, but I don't I guess Pomeranz has two Pomerans has two years left on his deal, but he hasn't you know, he doesn't quite have the the resume that says like this is a this is a guy, you know what I mean? Um I think Sonny Gray is probably the best option if we're going to buy. I think wow. I think we need to because he has three years of ar- of arbitration left. He'll be, you know, he'll be our guy for the next three years and then potentially to re-sign him. So this wouldn't be a short-term rental. Um, the problem with Sonny is what pieces do we actually have? You know, you, you said that. Like, we're not going to be able to pull the wool over anyone's eyes on Moya. Like, everyone knows what he is. JD is kind of our only realistic bargaining chip. Really? I mean, Iglesias isn't going to fetch us anything. There's nothing at Toledo.
0: Yeah, are you really wanting to give up um, significant pieces? I mean, I'm not. This is a team that's going to need to grow for the future.
1: But that's why I feel like Sonny is is such a good option because he's young and he's someone that you can build with, whereas the other two guys yeah. are maybe a little bit older. Um, but Rich Hill, it, it it all depends on what it would take to get him. You know, am I willing to give up, you know, i mean obviously we wouldn't give up jd for him but there really isn't there really isn't any um you know chips like our chips essentially are are joe jimenez stewart and moya that's not um, jones yeah jacoby jones and the way he's been playing at, at toledo i don't know that he has a ton of a ton of uh value either
0: this market, though, there are not going to be a lot of sellers, and there are going to be a lot of buyers. I, I, I'm very reluctant to buy big, very reluctant.
1: Um, one thing I wanted to talk with you about on this show is why. Why do you think people are so hesitant to give up Joe Jimenez?
0: Um, okay, name other relief pitching closer prospects that we have in the system that you know really might thrive at the major league level okay go ahead hall go Nesbit. nesbitt's a boy but no Nesbit is like hurt and awful no, I'm... we have one we have literally one
1: guy Mm-hmm.
0: One guy.
1: The thing is, I f- the, the, the story around Joe is that he is absolutely, you know, according to Tiger Switter, he is absolutely untouchable. There's nothing that would warrant trading him. My take on him is reliever value is so low. Like the shelf life on all of these guys. There are so many closers that have popped up, you know, been dominant for two or three years and then fall off that if you can get something significant for him, why not? You know, you got
0: you got guys. But you're like, not going to get Sonny Gray for Joe Jimenez. No,
1: but if you could get Rich Hill for more or less Jimenez, uh, would you? I
0: don't know, dude. No, I don't want to.
1: Yeah, I mean, like obviously, I'm not saying that he's not a phenom because you know clearly the numbers are you know there, but like I don't know, the odds are so stacked against him for being like sustainedly dominant. And that would be at the very peak of reaching his potential that I think if we could get a rich hill for him, you know, maybe we, maybe we do it. I don't know. That's, that's just just something I've been kicking around. Um, and the thing is, is I, I was, somebody was, uh, tweeting and I say somebody like, (laughs) like that's a, a great source. It was, it was a scout that said that he's probably the best relief prospect in all of baseball yet he didn't make baseball americas uh mid-season top 100 list. and I, I think that that shows you kind of where the value on relievers is kind of around the game.
0: yeah, i get that. i'm not going to call you names hall. Mm-hmm. but I I, I I don't agree.
1: that's fine. um <laughs> so we're uh so we're we're both buying i'm buying big, you're buying small in the rotation. um how about the bullpen? um are you comfortable where we at, or are you wanting to invest there also?
0: Well, if we get a starter, that means what? One of like Norris could go to the bullpen. Mm-hmm.
1: Nor- Norris or Pelfrey, depending on
0: Norris or Pelfrey. So that gives you a piece. Um, maybe a, a, a small a small role player type person. Uh, but otherwise, I'm not like I said. I'm not buying big. I don't want to yield the future. So no, no big moves. Maybe you can pick up some quad a arm that might help you, but nothing that's going to require pro- big prospects.
1: I agree. I think to a certain extent, like other than other than low, everyone has been pretty decent. Like our our four guys at the end of the the line. Obviously, Rondon has had his home run problems, but the other three have been yep. pretty locked down. Like. There aren't many bullpens that run too much deeper than right. four or five. Right. Um So, yeah, I, I'm I'm staying there, too. Although Dan and Jim were talking about that. They, they think we need to buy. Um So
0: uh, I, I can't see it. I mean, because you got K-Rod, you got a Wilson and now green. Green's been dynamite. Mm-hmm. So those three pieces and you can kind of build a little bit around that and call it good, I think.
1: And I still think there's more to come from Rondon. All of Rondon's runs have come off of home runs, which you have to assume a guy throwing that hard is going to be a little bit more home run prone than, than most just because he's bringing it so hard. If he can figure it out a little bit and just miss those bats just a little bit more, which I think there's room for him to do. You know, I think there's, there's every, every reason to think that the improvement we've seen over the last, what, two or three weeks can be legit.
0: I mean, it's a vastly different situation than what he has been or what he was. What's so confusing to me is he's been—he was garbage, really, in the minors up until we called him up. I mean,
1: and that screams she, motivation problem to me. Which is it,
0: You think that, so? He's a head case. I don't,
1: and that doesn't bode well for him, you know, as a as a middle reliever. But you know,
0: I, I sure like him as a middle reliever rather than a closer hole. setup yeah. man. I don't know.
1: Let's let's I I want to see him, you know. I don't I want to see him in relatively high high pressure situations and just and just see what happens. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Let's move on to our hopes for the second half. Um I have four down. You kind of want to just go back and forth? Sure. All right. You can go first cuz cuz I have the the home field advantage.
0: Um hopes for the second half. Um I hope we don't um I hope we don't sell off big. Okay. I really don't. I, I know people are going to want the whole cash them all in, rebuild, but we don't have a lot of chips. I hope we don't sell. I don't think we need to be big buyers, but I hope we don't sell. I hope we're in it. I hope it's competitive.
1: That seems fair. All right. Um, I hope that the Fulmer innings limit thing doesn't become a soap opera. I want them to uh, make yeah. a decision, and I, go, I want them to stick to it.
0: That's a good call. Um I hope JD comes back healthy. I hope he heals up good mm-hmm. and uh is kind of restored to to who he was. I, I I'd hate to have that linger or get dinged again or have any setbacks with him. That's what I I hope.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And he's just such a likable. Like he's definitely yeah. one of my favorite players. I I'd, I'd love to see JD get back in and healthy and Kids, I, I talked about one. him as our as our chief trading piece earlier I don't want us to trade him I'm, I'm just gonna come out and say that I would much rather keep him than get Sonny gray okay um I hope that J up gets going for him for the team yeah. for all of our <laughs> sanities like he has to get going
0: yeah he's got to um uh let's see what do I hope I hope Kinsler keeps it up hmm, okay I, 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 he's just having such a dynamite year at his age. Like everybody's waiting for that collapse, collapse, collapse. But he, he's just sustained this, and I can see him sustaining it to the end of the year. I think that would be really impressive.
1: Yeah, absolutely, that would be great. Um, I hope Pelfrey or Big Pelf, as we like to call him, gets some run support at some point. That <laughs> one's maybe a little bit more personal.
0: Good grief. <laughs> um. I hope Brad uh, takes a few risks and gets a little more creative and tries some things, whether it's lineup, whether it's, you know, reliever usage, just if it's coming down, try something, please.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. Um, my last one, in all seriousness, I hope we nab a wildcard spot. I think playing yeah. in a one-game playoff would be so much fun. And then if you win that, who knows? Like, I, I don't – I mean, we kind of had the one-game playoff with Minnesota, like, what was that, seven years ago? Ugh. And that obviously ended in pain. But I, I would love to see – you know, it's like the ultimate game seven. I think that would be so much fun. I mean, obviously, I'd rather win the division. That's that's preferable. But a wildcard would be fun, too.
0: Snagging a wild card this year constitutes success.
1: Absolutely, definitely,
0: and that's that's what we got to be after. And if we get there, I mean, I'd I'd be happy, mm-hmm. very happy.
1: i said it before: we do not have to catch the Cleveland Indians to win the World Series this year.
0: Yeah, and it's a good thing too because we're surely not posed poised to do that.
1: No, we are not. Okay, here are some that uh, some of the things that Twitter um, hopes for the second half of the year. Scott Radcliffe um, wants a reasonable approach to the trade deadline. That seems seems fair. Um, And don't go after after a starter that would cost a major prospect.
0: All right. Did I just hear somebody advocating for reasonableness (laughs) off the internet? We're we're new ground today.
1: Thanks, Scott. We appreciate this. Alex wants Annibal move back to the pen and to trade Moya for a starter. And I, th- I think that's kind of an interesting one. Um, yeah. We're not getting a starter for Moya. Moya just isn't good enough to, to warrant like uh, Pomeranz or uh, even a Rich
0: Hill. You're willing to trade him because he has flaws mm-hmm. and he's not worth a lot because he has flaws.
1: Yeah. And he, he can't field a lick. He is. He <laughs> might be. My dad and I were discussing worst defensive outfielder, him or Delman.
0: Oh, it's still gotta be Delman. Doesn't it?
1: I, I said Moya, but it's, it's really bad both. Of them. Oh Yeah. Um, but there's, there comes a point where he's more valuable to keep as a fourth outfielder that you can use as a pinch hitter off the bench. Like there, there is yeah. value to that. Yeah. I just yeah. we don't want him starting every day. Um Steve Kelly, this is a this is a good one. He actually used some emojis here. Um Sanchez You to, love those. I do. Sanchez to the pen emoji. Uh Jimenez up emoji. Uh scissors emoji Avila Scissors emoji low. Fair I enough.
0: Think, I think that means cut. I I
1: think it does too. Thanks. <laughs>
0: i'm um, a helper always look for the helpers
1: magnifying glass starting pitcher um fire emoji Osmus, and get a live chicken emoji for upton i thought that was is that
0: like a is is that a reference to like major league or something like that that or,
1: could be i don't know
0: uh, or sacrifice a chicken oh, like, that,
1: that could be i don't know either or of eat, those
0: eat, seem good. eat some fried chicken
1: that seems fair i guess I I don't know um what Upton's, you know, his take on on chicken is. I we <laughs> we haven't discussed. Um Jacob says Annabelle Escusi from the pen. Yep, seen that. Uh buy another starting pitcher. Um I've resigned myself to apathy. That's not good. It's it's too early to not care
0: chief it's too early to not care you could possibly have the entire month of september to not care Mm -hmm. you should care now just think about the the long dark winter when there's no baseball you owe it to yourself to watch baseball yeah
1: or you could be a Rays fan
0: oh yeah
1: i don't know which which is worse, winner or that um chief (laughs) at chief broom says progressive field has to be quarantined for asbestos removal that would help
0: yeah Um, that's a nice hope
1: Another Sanchez to the bullpen. Austin Klein wants us to beat. His hope is to beat Cleveland. Fair enough.
0: Um, more like one more time, just, or is it just ever? That,
1: that seems that seems to be the field. Just once, once more. Um, at eye of the Tigers, JD comes back, hits 30 homers, and wins AL MVP. That probably um, is. That that chip's probably sailed at this point. Um, our buddy at Jeremy underscore Troya, uh, assuming, says, Pick a direction. Stop winning five and losing six. Consistent starting pitching. And I think that's the winner of the day.
0: Yeah. You know, I was looking at, um, you know, how Baseball Reference on their team page has that little graph. Mm-hmm. And the green lines go above and the red lines go below. So I'm looking at it, and the first month is kind of, Up and down, but pretty good. And now the third month, which I guess would be uh, June, it's kind of up and down. Now into July, up and down. It's that freaking stretch in early May where we lost all those games that really just screwed us. Yeah, Everything else is kind of a normal distribution of wins and losses, but it's that one stretch.
1: But you know what? Ugh. The Tigers and and for all of the times that we've been good, there is a midsummer stretch where we destroy. That is that is that. coming. I I guarantee you, it is coming. And if we you know, we're going to need to rattle off um I mean <laughs> uh, 12 to 13, 14 to 15, something like that, but it 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 is very very realistic.
0: We need that bad. Yep, we do.
1: All right. Are you ready to move on to your power rankings?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was doing a little inventory about power rankings today. And you know, this is going to be my 18th power rankings already. Can you believe that? I can't. No. That's pretty exciting. So one day I'm going to have to do power rankings of previous power rankings. That'd be dynamite. That's that's not today, though. We have choices. We have choices. We have, of course, models of minivan. Okay. That's a, a choice. That's a choice. Um, But also... Uh, this one comes up because uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the DeVos family. The DeVos family is in West Michigan, and their family, along with the Van Andel, started Amway. Amway, they're a big company. They own the uh, Orlando Magic and they do this direct sale kind of stuff. Um, they also do Art Prize in Grand Rapids, if you're familiar with that at all. It's a competition where people make art and they hand out a ton of money. Anyway,
1: sounds like nonsense. <clears throat>
0: Yeah. Anyway, Rick DeVos, who's a very wealthy young man and heir to this fortune, mm-hmm. uh, was recently ripping, I wouldn't say ripping on, he was suggesting that maybe Michigan was due for a new flag design. Okay. A new design for the flag. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with Michigan's flag, it's just a blue thing with this seal slapped in the middle of it no not like a ball balancing seal, I mean like oh, a you know would, a fish that would be seal.
1: awesome that's that's the new flag <laughs>
0: <laughs> the state seal is actually a seal <laughs> no, it's not like that at all it's the it's got like a deer on one side and it's got a moose on the other or whatever, and it says tuber or whatever, and it's got the thing anyway yeah, that's really that's modern. Michigan's mm-hmm. it's yeah it's just a thing right so in honor of that and to get us thinking about state flags, I would propose to you state flags, state All right. flags.
1: All right, that right. Uh, let's go with state flags. That feels more current.
0: It's very current. It's very hip. All the kids these days are not talking about Pokemon Go. They're talking about <laughs> state flags. All right. Here we go. Of course, the, the top seven in the bottom three state flags number seven is texas texas i'm gonna to have to kind of describe these which is maybe a bad premise for a podcast but the uh the flag of texas has kind of that lone star on the left in blue mm-hmm. and then white and red it's kind of an iconic thing this is high because it's a nice simple design it's got that lone star you know texas is the lone star state and this is actually the only state flag, I believe, that used to be the flag of a country. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which was the Republic of Texas. Mm-hmm. So it's nice design. It's pleasing to the eye, and it's got some nice history. Texas is number seven. We're learning stuff today. Oh, this is going to be freaking educational. <laughs> you better strap in, friend. Okay, number six is Ohio. No, get out of here. Ohio. I I, poop you not. no. Ohio is super interesting because it's the only flag that's not rectangular. Okay. And I it's Ohio of course is a completely garbage boring state.
1: Now now so, you have my attention. Yep.
0: So of course they need an interesting flag to make up for their lack of state quality. All right. Okay. So they have this it's called actually a swallowtail flag it's like a it's like a pin uh, like a like a pennant It comes at a triangle but that somebody cut the end off so it's got these like two tails and it's got some stripes it's very iconic in this for the state of ohio um the uh, columbus hockey team what is it the uh blue jackets sure uh features kind of the, the ohio flag on it and uh and part of it it's got like the circle right in the middle it makes like an o which you don't see really at first, but the O, of course, stands for Ohio, yeah. mm. right? And it's just really kind of interesting in a unique shape, so that's why it's number number six. It's kind of cool.
1: But the official stance on the state of Ohio of this podcast is that it is the poop emoji. Yeah
0: it's yes. it's a it's a turd. It's the yeah. worst. All right, yeah, okay. Um, moving up to number five is Arizona. Arizona has the bottom half is blue and it's got this copper star right in the middle. And then it's got these rays coming out of it like it's a like it's a sunset. Arizona, of course, being a Western state features kind of these sunsets over the desert. And there's actually 13 stripes, which which signifies the 13 original colonies. It's a very beautiful and very um, it's a very appealing flag. Yeah, Arizona.
1: I'd i agree with that. It's I look at it and I'm like, that's a baller flag.
0: Yeah, that's pretty sweet. You know, I simple is is good. You gotta gotta have eye catching. And it just it, it actually tells you something about the state, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um moving up to number four, also kind of iconic, is Colorado. Colorado has like these three stripes. Blue, white, and then blue again, and they represent the sky, the snow, um, and then they they have this uh, this uh, yellow circle surrounded by a red sea, and so this sea is kind of um, you know it stands for Colorado. Huh. Yeah, go figure. But it's not so um, hokey that you'd say, oh, that's that's lame. It's really a kind of a striking visual design the colorado flag is pretty is pretty cool i dig it okay uh, moving up to three is alaska yes alaska has a sweet flag now most all but four of the state flags feature blue in some respect but the flag of alaska is almost entirely blue but it's got these um eight stars and they show the uh big dipper and then it, the big dipper of co- of course points you towards polaris which is the north star and you may not know this alaska is north it's a northern state
1: <laughs> true
0: it's it's simple it's brilliant it's a really cool flag it's it's the alaska flag yeah i like it that's that's number 3 number 2 is close i'd say 2 and 1 are neck and neck um, but number two is New Mexico. Wow. New Mexico has an entirely yellow field. And then right in the middle is this red, uh, sun symbol called the Zia. And it's really, um, kind of representative of the, of the indigenous cultures and the design, like the Navajo design. And then right in the middle is this, is kind of the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really beautiful, um, I would just hang up a New Mexico flag if I lived in New Mexico. I'd have them everywhere. Yeah. It's just really beautiful, simple, striking. You know, you'd want this all over. New Mexico is great. It's everything you want in a flag. Boom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one. Do you want to guess what number one is?
1: I'm going to go with South Carolina.
0: Ooh, South Carolina an, is an honorable mention. I dig that one. With the it's, palmetto. Yeah, it's cool. But no. Number I- one, however, is. Maryland, oh yes, how kind of, I love yeah. Maryland, and of course, you're probably most familiar with the Maryland state flag because um some of the Maryland sports teams are starting to feature this mm-hmm. on their on their gear, so it's hard to describe, but it looks like a coat of arms. Mm-hmm. And it actually is a coat of arms. It was from the family of uh, the Lord Baltimore. So his wife had this kind of red and white cross and he had this uh, kind of yellow and black uh, checkerboard almost kind of angled checkerboard and they smush them together. And that's the flag of Maryland. Yeah. It's distinctive. It's really cool.
1: Do you like it on the on the jerseys and stuff? I love it. Oh, me too. I feel like people are always hating on it, but I think it looks so cool. Yeah, that's
0: so cool. It looks like no other flag. Yeah. Like half the flags are like a blue flag with a seal on it. Like Michigan is stupid. This one is so cool. I love the flag of Maryland's number one.
1: Boom. That's a That's a <coughs> great list. I mean, I don't have all of the flags just in my mind to be able to be like, no, you missed that one. But all seven I've dug.
0: Yeah. Um here's some honorable mentions. Um South Carolina with a with a palmetto and the moon. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Indiana no. is pretty cool. It's yeah, Indiana's cool. It's got this torch in the middle and then like the gold stars. That's not bad. Wyoming is pretty cool. It's got a buffalo <laughs> on it, which is pretty solid. Yeah. Um, and Tennessee. Tennessee has this like circle in the middle with three stars and you're probably familiar with the Tennessee flag because it's featured on the um, Titans. Oh yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. The Titans logo. Yeah, so, that's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, those are the honorable mentions. Um, are you ready for the worst? Sure. Let's go. Okay. Massachusetts Ugh. is third from the worst. It's simply a white flag with like the seal on it, and the seal is an Indian, and. I hate to say it, but settlers weren't especially kind to the Indians. Same thing goes with the Michigan flag, but in Massachusetts got right there. And then above it, it's got this arm wielding like a bloody sword. So it looks like it's killing the poor Indian. Haven't we been through this enough? I think we have. All right. Second from the worst is Wisconsin. Wisconsin is bad because it's just a blue flag with a state seal on it. But to add, to make it even more worse, it says Wisconsin in like aerial font. (laughs) And then below it, it's got 1848, which evidently was the day that the it became a state or whatever the year became a state. It's so stupid. Like, why don't you just have a blue flag and write Wisconsin and times new Roman on it? It's so stupid.
1: Clearly nobody went to defont.com before they made this. <laughs> no,
0: they should have went to defont to make a state. flag. No, don't no I don't want any writing on my flag. It's a flag, you know, not a thesis sentence. Agreed. <laughs> <coughs> coughing. Okay. Uh, the worst flag. Do you want to take a guess?
1: Uh, I got nothing.
0: Mississippi. And I'll tell you why Mississippi is the worst state flag. And that is it still contains in the upper left corner, the Confederate battle flag. All right, Mm -hmm. people, the Confederacy fought for the cause of one of the worst concepts known to humanity ever. Mm -hmm. Stop flying the Confederate flag. I get what you're thinking. Oh, you know, I'm being you know, edgy and counter-cultural with my Confederate flag. No, you're just being ignorant and you're being stupid. Mississippi needs to follow Georgia and get rid of the stupid Confederate flag off their state flag. Well put. Yeah. So you can call me names or whatever, but the Confederate flag and flying it is a bad idea.
1: Absolutely. And I feel like you bad. see that a lot in, in Southern Michigan and like... Yeah. It's I, it's just not it's not acceptable.
0: I, I I went to um Silver Lake uh sand dunes, not your Silver Lake, but like um the Silver Lake uh by Ludington, South of Luddington, where they do the trucks on the dunes and stuff like that. I saw like three Confederate flags on pickups. And it's just like don't. It's so it's so bad. I
1: always wanna ask the people, like what do you think that means? You know what I yeah. mean? Like it doesn't mean what you what you think it does, but a, this doesn't have to get political. Are you ready to move on to next week?
0: That's a terrible flag. Yeah, I am. I'm ready to move Hello, this is
1: Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcastianos.
0: Um, so obviously the All-Star
1: break is uh, Monday through Thursday. We pick up with a three-game set at home against Kansas City on Friday. Um, we have Verlander going Friday, Big Pelf Saturday, and Fulmer on Sunday um, I don't think that Kansas City has announced their starters. I would assume we'll see Volquez, uh, Jordano, and Duffy in some order. Um, not not an ideal way to come out of the break. I wouldn't have minded seeing you know the Twins first, but w- we got to play them. Um, we've had some bad luck against them. we we'll are do some good luck. Yes. Yeah. Um, not going to ask the hitters and pitchers. We're excited to see play because we've played them uh, a million times. But I will ask <laughs> you for your record prediction.
0: Oh, how many games do we have? Seven?
1: Just three.
0: Oh, just three. Just three. Okay. We're taking one little week at a time here. Just three. Um, I'm going to say we're going to win two of those. We're going to win two out of three.
1: I'm going big. I think we're going to sweep them. I think think we get the second half going in a big way. Um, I mean, I like Verlander. I obviously love Big Pelf and Fulmer ain't going to lose. So I I don't see how we drop one in there. There you go. Hashtag confidence. Um, one more thing before we go. We probably have run long at this point, but I think we should get into Tony Gose, um, everyone's favorite <laughs> AAA center fielder. Um, hes If you haven't heard the story, he's done some bad stuff. I believe he told um, Legendary Lloyd to either F off or F himself. I'm not sure which oh. was the phrase.
0: Huh. Well, um, that makes a big difference on which one of those it is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> apparently Lloyd had some criticism for him, and he wasn't so keen on the criticism. And then he didn't show up at the ballpark again today. And apparently it was definitely on Ghost, not not something that Lloyd told him to to stay away for a day or so. I think this is going to be wow. an interesting soap opera.
0: That's that's not good. No, it's not good. Um, I get Ghost is frustrated, right? He hadn't played well in the big leagues. He gets sent down. He struggles when he's sent down. And then he gives people talking in his ear. Okay, I get you a little frustrated. But here's what you could do. Play better and, like, work work at getting better and ha- not have a pissy attitude.
1: Yeah, and I was there for, for one game. But the game that I saw um, did not inspire me to think that Tony was on his way back. He no. He's just, just jogging everywhere. Um, you know, I'd love for him to to come good. Uh, it seems a little unlikely at this point but come on come on Anthony get your get your attitude together.
0: He's he's going to get either DFA'd or traded for some you know single a, 28-year-old single A pitcher or something which, like that which if
1: we're honest is probably best for us and him.
0: So. Oh yeah. That's what we should do. We need to trade him for a 28-year-old single A pitcher. Yeah. Um
1: just like uh what's the the dude we got for for Bobby Wilson that's that's playing fairly decently. Jay? Uh Oh yeah. Is that a... No, I was thinking about the the dude that was at uh, Toledo. Um, Chad, oh. Chad? Not Chad Green. Um, I don't know. So, something in that vein. Anyway, he's he's <laughs> he's been decent. Hashtag analysis. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can at podcastianos.com. On Twitter, I am at Jordan Hall twenty three. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at podcastianos. Eric, anything else that you want to talk about before we get out of here for the week?
0: Yeah, don't at me about the Confederate flag, thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably a good a good point to make, because um, <laughs> people people probably will want to. Um, that being said, we will catch you guys next week and eat them up, tigers, eat them up.
0: Goodbye.